This is Our People in Mother Earth. Today we will be hearing about Rios to Rivers, an organization that runs various programs to connect indigenous youth to their local waterways, as well as build an understanding for how they all connect globally. Using water sports like rafting and kayaking, they provide an opportunity for youth to be physically on the water while learning about the water advocacy issues such as dams, fish health, and the changing climate. This summer, two local youth will participate in a trip to Chile to continue building their whitewater skills and to be on rivers that have no dams but are fighting development. Here is one of the local participants who will be attending talking about how she first got involved and what it's been like so far. Hi, my name is Julia. I live in Warm Springs. I'm 16. So Kiana's mom told my grandma about this salmon camp. And Kiana didn't want to go by herself, so she asked my grandma. It's like, is Julia interested to do this? So my grandma was like, oh, do you want to go to salmon camp? I was like, yeah, I guess. Uh, so it was during summertime. So I thought I was going to salmon camp. It wasn't. We actually went up to Idaho and we were rafting. We were rafting. It was not salmon camp. And I kind of just stuck with it ever since. Rafting is considerably easier than kayaking. Rapids are big and then they were deep. So like if you were to fall off the raft. Uh, I've been doing kayaking ever since then. And I also got to have experience kayak the the shoots we have been for the past two years and we did it as a trip and to find out we actually have some pretty crazy white water i did not know that thing that i learned about like water advocacy is like speaking up about you know our waters because it's not spoken up enough to where we're actually having having to learn about it because I didn't know like the damaging effects of dams because people don't talk about it enough or enough to where like you know our youth hears it so that's what you know water advocacy is teaching you and like how it affects our fish count just the overall bad effect it has on the environment because of that stagnant water right behind the dam in some places, like even up on the Klamath headwaters, it creates toxic algae bloom to where you can't even go into the water. It could make you seriously sick. So learning about, you know, all of the bad effects dams have. I know that our interest in the dam that we have has gone up because we were 50-50. They had to reach a quota for our fish count to come through that dam. And recently, we've gained interest in it. Now we have 55% ownership over it. Some of the smallest actions in your life, take the opportunity. That's what I also wanna see when things come in like 10 years, kids aren't afraid to take that opportunity. They're not scared to get out of their comfort zone because that's what the res is. That's why my family emphasized Get off the res. Get out of your comfort zone. You gotta, you know, take that step out. And this was the opportunity to teach me to be able to take that step out. You know, experience other things and be able to also love your community. If you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing. So I'm gonna just put that out there. That's what my mom always tells me. If you're not comfortable, if you're not uncomfortable, 
you're not growing. So you need to be uncomfortable in order to grow. Hello everyone, good afternoon. My name is Kiana Allen and I am 16 years old. I think I kind of understand the point of two perspectives, like coming from kind of like a farmer. I mean, I own cattle, but then again, I also, I also, you know, fight for our waters and want the best for it. And there's a point where you have to come to is, I mean, I get the both of both worlds, the white man world and, you know, the native world. And you have to come together eventually because you both need that water and it's it's kind of hard because <laughs> they both conflict so much. We're going to be taking a trip with Rios to Rivers and World Class Kayaking Academy to Chile in South America. The first trip I took with Rios to Rivers in Idaho, it was it was really fun and it gave me like a more of a different perspective on water. Me and Julia, we got to learn. We got introduced to kayaking. It was mostly like rafting and advocacy. It was it was a really good eye-opening opportunity to get more involved with the water. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always had like a connection to water and the lands, but it's just more of an eye-opening, eye-opening opportunity for me. When I first went, I didn't know too much about it, but as I seen what the Klamath people were going through, that really opened my eyes and how they marketed like dams as clean energy, clean energy jobs too. It just, it just really surprised me on the truth. Like not, not really. No one knows knows how not clean energy it is and how bad it is for our water and our people. Just being able to kayak with an, an all indigenous group, I, it's just it's so powerful. Just looking at the peers on the water, just knowing that they're from tribes going through what we are soon to face, like, that's just, it's so powerful. And just being on the water in general is just advocating for your water, showing that you care for it and that you're with it. Over time, it's building up more more sediment, more algae, toxicity, like, they don't see the decrease in our salmon. And when this dam, if this dam comes out, which I hope it will, that how much our water will be if we just get rid of the dams, no matter how much we profit in money, because as lo- we'll be rich as long as we have our natural resources. Without our natural resources, our people are nothing. The Klamath member that is a photographer, and I forget Paul? his, yeah, Paul. Paul Robert Wolf Wilson, yeah. the photographer. In yeah. um, one of his, um, we have a lot of media, right? And that's how we get most of our funding too. For Rios River, well, the board—that's how they get funding with Rios River. And in one of his videos, he said, "Our kids, we have to teach our kids right now advocacy and our water rights because they're the ones who are going to inherit these problems." And it's true because me and Julia, we are the future. And like you said earlier, like you—you you said that um, that these problems should have been dealt with when I was a kid. Now me and Julia have to deal with that right now. We're fighting to have cleaner waters and make sure that our first foods will still be there when my kids are kids. Because me and Julia, we're she's a food gatherer and we've come from traditional families and we go and gather regularly every year, every season. And if that's not here for my kids, then 
where is our culture? Where is our first foods? And Why are we letting colonialism win at this day and age of, you know, like, it's sovereignty, you know? Yeah, so we have to fight that fight now so our kids can have everything that we have now, but even better. I would like to see more native on the water. I mean, you see all these big rafting companies and kayaking companies and mopping, and I want to see more native kids on the water and more jobs being brought to the community. And I mean, there there's always going to be threats against our natural resources, but like a stronger community to advocate and fight for it. To look forward and try to think of quote unquote my perfect idea of a community in 10 years is kids having all these awesome opportunities and it being just set up for them like and them actually knowing the true history and they can live knowing that despite all of these hardships they are and a lot of the stuff that our ancestors went through and kind of what they did and knowing that they still can live a good life knowing that our our community is now better despite all of this crappy stuff that happened in history and having all of these cool things and us setting up the opportunity for them to know that and also get to experience life in a good way with a whole bunch of different outlets and setting up opportunities to have outlets not just the skate park, not just basketball, but kayaking, other recreational activities that could be set up to be free because that's what our kayaking is. We didn't have to pay to go to that camp. We don't have to pay to do this. Like, what can we do to cater to those kids? And currently to where in 10 years, they get to experience all these fun outlets and get to have these opportunities that set them up to go to places and go do things like we are about to, like go to Chile. So giving them opportunities just like we have now. Being with the, wasn't it just last summer? It was me and Kiana and we actually put in right out the bow (laughs) and we kayaked down to... Or, yeah, we kayak down. It's a really easy section. In 2021, on our first trip, uh, it was our small little group of Native kids. And there was a paddle club that they had. It was either Washington or Idaho, and we kayaked with them. We were kind of like, dang, you know, being with all of our, like, Native buddies for the entirety of that trip. And then getting thrown and be like, oh, jeez. I forget, this is a white-dominated thing. Why is it that I don't even know about a lot of these things? Like, a lot of our own history. Like, when I'm in class and, like, one of my teachers who's, like, studied in, like, cultural, you know, like, studies or from around the world, she asks me and, you know, is interested in, like, open-minded to, like, you know, hearing what her Native student has to say. And it's like, I don't even know a lot of these things, like... The only thing I know is that our treaty was created in 1855. Like, why isn't our history, our own history, being taught in our school? Like, we have our our own school here on the reservation. Why isn't there a course in, like, middle school 
that's mandatory for all of the kids to learn about their history. Hearing from my grandma when she went there, because she tells me stories about when she was young and I try to connect everything about what she says because I've grown up listening to her and I've been curious about what life was like from when she was young and like how everything fits together and like trying to connect that line. You know, as a native person, my family's always like, go make a life for yourself off the res. Go go to school after high school, you know, continue with your education, get that better life. And it's like, there's also them saying that a lot of my family telling me, go make a life for yourself elsewhere. The res is not, you don't want to be stuck here, basically. And it's weird because I'm like, why is it that I don't want to be stuck here? Like, how is it viewed to where the res is such a bad place to where it's somewhere I don't want to be for my whole life? Like, how is it that we can find a way to make it better, you know, instead of having that stigma of, oh, you lived on the res your whole life, you never wanted to make anything of yourself. There's a whole bunch of stuff that, like, it's more like, like, what can we do to make it better to where it's not viewed as that? We're making a program to teach kids how to kayak. We're, you know, we're going to have a 10-day camp this summer to show kids, uh, explicitly just from here on the res um, to teach them how to kayak. So we're giving kids here also the opportunity to show, this is what me and Kiana, we got this opportunity from kayaking to go down to Chile. And we're trying to give another opportunity to kids on our own reservation to introduce them to like the reality of like dams, introducing it to them by letting them be on the water and get that relationship and like showing them. If you want this per to persist and want your kids, you know, like that saying, everyone's like seven generations. Like if you want that for your kids, you know, to have this same fun experience as you did, like let's look into ways, you know, going into our future to where we can help preserve that and project the healing of our waters. The Paddle Tribal Waters Program with Rios to Rivers is a positive way to celebrate the removal of the Kalamath dams and support the sovereignty of the Kalamath Basin tribal nations by ensuring that more of their youth have a voice in the dam removal process. Two local youth from Warm Springs have been participating in training and learning about water advocacy and indigenous advocacy. Here they are. My grandma found an article uh, on her phone talking about possibilities of having the dams on the Columbia removed. And she was so excited about it. And I was too, because it's like with the Klamath, um, with the renewal project for getting it, all the dams removed, they're just not going to blow it up. It's going to take a long process. And they're also trying to restore it to how the riverbed was originally to try and save it as much as they can. What if they also do that for up on the Columbia? What if we have the possibility to see Salila Falls restored? Because if there's technology now to restore the Klamath River bed to how it was originally pre-dam, is that going to be a possibility to see Salila, you know, the falls come back? 
hopefully manifesting your education, you know. Yeah. And, like, bring back the education you learn. That's what I also got told by families. Like, go out and make that life for yourself. But then also bring back those teachings. Bring it back and use those teachings you learned off of the res. Use it for the betterment of our community. Like I'm really excited to go meet their water protectors because I know they have issues there too. Very big issues. They're trying to put a dam on the Amazon River. But just meeting other water protectors and their perspectives and how they're dealing with their problems so I can bring it back home and learn the solutions for home. So I'm really excited to go and just to see a new place in general. I'm just really excited about it. The thing that I'm most excited for is that we get this opportunity basically for free. All we had to do was fundraise and also getting is uh, the trip to Chile. Uh, I forget what they called it, but it's like a time machine because we're going to a place that doesn't have dams. And they also had kids from Chile come up here and see what it's like when dams get put in. So getting to like basically go back in time and see a river that's free flowing, hasn't been touched by a dam, seems so impactful and seems really fun. And you know, just getting to experience a place and get get to be out of the country for like the first time. Long term, I want to become an environmental lawyer and become a, a biologist. And with this opportunity, you know, just getting into the right spaces and learning more about water. I mean, uh, yeah, it's fun and all with kayaking, but it's just more than that. Going to Chile, it's not just kayaking. It's it's learning about water advocacy and the real problems and reality with it. And it's just so much more. It's something that I think about a lot. I want to say almost every day because I didn't really have an idea of what, it, what I wanted to do when I grew up. Even when I was young, because, you know, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And there's, like, kids who want to be, like, an astronaut, a doctor. Like, I didn't really have an exact answer, even when I was young. Like, I didn't have a certain idea of what I wanted to do. But now, with this path that's opened, it's like, I want to go in and, like, study environmental science and possibly bring that to river restoration projects and stuff like that. This has been Our People and Mother Earth. I'm Keandra Smith.